0: Well, hey, no one and all. This is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the uh, the leader in the unpolished podcast, coming to you from the 420th studio right here in Lakewood, Washington. How the heck are you, folks? Good. I hope you're. I hope you're dealing with what's next. Who knows? Oh my gosh, there's so much to get to. Um, But first, about me, (laughs) of course. It's all about your host. Um, yeah, so I had uh, the second uh, cancer surgery for my bladder. <clears throat> and uh, the surgeon uh, reports that he, uh, he did well. It, it went well. Um, he had scraped out uh, any residual uh, that he may have left behind. And he said there was... He, from what he could see there was very little new growth <clears throat> so um, so yeah so it looks promising going forward um, I have an appointment with him um, a zoom uh, deal a week from Friday to go over treatment options uh, and we covered a little bit yeah, a little bit of that yesterday at least he covered it with um, my cousin Dina who is my health advocate. Uh, She is a uh, registered uh, cardiac nurse, so she knows her stuff. Um, Shout out to her. Man, she's a lifesaver, man. Anyway, um, enough about her. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I have to to share one quick story, though. Um, So I get out of the hospital and... You know, she's she'd got her hotel room booked and uh, I went over there after the surgery and, <laughs> and uh, I, I had to use the restroom and I felt this tremendous burning and something traveling down the, the pike there and I thought I was going to come unglued. A huge... Oh, my gosh. A, well, a good-sized scab had... Unlatched, and it was it was supposed to come loose, I guess, but it it, it came out, and uh, I told her, "Oh, good Lord, I just uh, I just had a stillborn. <laughs> it was stillborn. Anyway, I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and she thought it was funny. So, uh, let's see. So, yeah, a lot has happened. Uh, let's rewind a little bit. Uh, last week, God, I can't, this seems so long ago, last week I went to Rockaway Beach, Oregon, by myself, just, just kind of, uh, preparing for the, the, uh, oh, you know, uh, the surgery, and, uh, actually I was trying to, I was getting away from the shenanigans, uh, that is, uh, that are, look I live in the hood man and I have uh, uh shenanigans to the well <laughs> shenanigans to the left of me jokers to the right of me. here I am so yeah I know um, but so I I thought well I'm gonna I'm gonna book me a room down there hang on I'm gonna book me a room down there uh, at the ghost and I did, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm glad I did, I needed the rest, you know, just, just relaxing, and I mean, Rockaway Beach is phenomenal to get away, uh, you know, I love Seaside, don't get me wrong, I love the Oregon Coast as a whole, uh, Washington Coast, it's okay, but there's a stark difference there. Ask anybody that is familiar and they'll tell you Rockaway Beach or they'll tell you Oregon Coast all day long, you know, uh, at least I, I, you know, I think so. Anywho, uh, let's see, where are we going here? So I, I, I did record some stuff, uh, and I may, uh, kind of, uh, share some of that with you. Uh, later on in the program. Also, we have News of the Weird. Uh, and we have other stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's gonna be a kind of a mixed bag as, as it normally is anyway. Um, and I, I hope you stay tuned to enjoy, enjoy it with me, excuse me. (coughs) Man. Yeah, my, (coughs) man. My throat, uh, is, um. It's kind of uh, raw right now. Uh, I probably need to take one of my pain meds because, yeah, um, <laughs> my throat is raw. You know that tube that they put down your throat. Uh, you know, I woke up with a sore throat this morning. No, it's not COVID. I feel fine. It's just from that that damn trach uh, tube that they put down there. Uh, but man uh let me tell you that the difference um pardon me the difference between okay so the last surgery i had i took (laughs) i took a lorazepam you know uh uh yeah um and dude let me tell you that it went swimmingly um yeah, it went so so much better the first time. I mean, it it still went smooth yesterday. But the difference between hanging out in my waiting room and uh in my in my yeah, in my room, you know. Uh and then yesterday I didn't take lorazepam and I uh I was fit to be tired, man. I was, I was, I was nervous, you know, just because I just didn't have that buffer, you know what I mean. Uh, <clears throat> so, but it, it still went. I mean, it once I uh, once I was put to sleep, I I don't remember anything. So, uh, but with that being said, um, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about the. Uh, Chaz Chop Zone is. Yeah, they chopped it down. We'll be right back. Okay, folks, welcome back to the 420SS Studio. Hey, so look, I'm not going to say a whole lot about this. I'm just going to let clips uh, speak for themselves. I think this clip is from King 5. Uh, talking about the dismantling of the Chaz Chop zone. It has fallen. It should have fallen in the first day or so, but no. (sighs) Seattle's mayor is a worthless piece of crap. But I digress. Here we go.
1: So what was it like when Seattle police took over their East Precinct? We can show you because the department allowed our camera to go behind the scenes, as King Five's Chris Ingalls reports. For the first time since these protests broke out, Seattle police allowed our camera behind police lines this morning. Now, to be clear, our photographer was not told what he could or could not shoot. He pretty much had free reign. But during this morning's big developments, it gave us a different perspective. You're inside this building. You need to come out. with Your hands up. You need to do it right now. With the SWAT team leading the way, Seattle police returned to the graffiti-riddled East Precinct this morning. We're home. Hey. We're home. And walked through the familiar spaces they were ordered to abandon 23 days ago.
0: All right, everybody, stay it was a
1: return for officers who've had little to celebrate since police brutality protests, property damage, and violence rocked the city last month. Their push to take back the East Precinct began early this morning. Around 5 a.m., a, a massive blue gathers around the chop. This is the view from our camera that was permitted behind the police lines. Hey, watch this car. With barricades pulled back. And police marching in formation. Some people ignore the warnings to move on. I am now issuing a public safety order to the Just before 5:30 this morning, hey, I of your officers clash with protesters, and the first of what would be some 30 arrests are made.
0: Oh my God.
1: Step by step, no,
0: get over
1: Capitol Hill's organized protest zone is falling as officers move through the tents, booths, and
0: barricades. Chop,
1: chop. Around 6 a.m., police enter Cal Anderson Park.
0: Anyway, I could I I watch protests. this all day. You here I'm I loving it. Disperse no You're dispersed now.
1: As the occupants of Cal Anderson Park reluctantly walk away. Around
0: and ironically, a lot of them are just uh, white folk, you know? Anyway, not that it matters, but, uh, anyway anyway, uh, yeah, I, I need to stop watching, um, but anyway, the, uh, the chance chop zone is down, yeah, and there, there were, there was a, some pushback there for a little while, um, but Jenny Durkin was not going to do anything about it, until there's violence, um violence happening within the zone and uh i think one person maybe two people killed uh yeah it's just not good anyway with that i'm just gonna leave it at that um welcome back folks to the sloppy pod okie dokie i think we're gonna do something a little bit out of the norm (laughs) what is the norm right um so, yeah, I think we're going to take care of the uh, news of the weird segment first. Uh get that out of the way. So, without further ado, I give you News of the Weird. Yeah, just trying to keep it fun, folks. Uh, <laughs> pardon my lame attempt uh okay so car buyer Da Tong Yang of Richmond BC British Columbia that is uh became so frustrated with his local Mercedes Benz dealership that in January he flew to the company's headquarters in Stuttgart Germany to seek help uh Yang brought his wife Guifang Hoi Hoi I give up uh, a brand new uh, S550 in 2017, partially because they believed that the $155,000 car <clears throat> to be one of the safest um, safest vehicles av- available. but a year later the couple claimed the steering wheel locked, causing the car to nearly crash into a concrete wall. Mercedes-Benz said an uh, internal electrical issue was at fault, and the, uh, assured the couple uh, that it was fixed. Yang wasn't convinced, demanding his money back or a replacement car. Then sued the company when it when it, when it declined. Uh, the case was languished in court, prompting Yang's trip to Stuttgart. Uh, in early June to find justice, not only for him, but also other drivers. He told the Richmond News, despite his personal appearance, litigation is still underway. Uh, yeah. Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God. Okay. This next one titled "Least Competent, Most Ambitious, uh, blah, most ambitious Criminal," Donovan Jester. Uh, oh my God! Let me try it again. Donovan Russell Jester, twenty-eight of Largo, Florida, was arrested on June eighteenth for grand res- uh, th- blah, 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 blah. grand theft of a vessel. Uh, a $900,000 fort, oh my god, of a 900,000, 46 uh, foot, good lord almighty, 46 foot long yacht. Say that three times fast on painkillers. <laughs> uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. Uh, the Tampa Bay Times reported the theft. Took place on March 20th at Thunder Marine, where Pinellas County deputies said the 2019 uh, Janelle leader was stolen and uh, and driven into a oh man four driven into a four channel part uh, oh my god am I gonna have to just stop ah <sighs> okay let's let's hang on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I might need a nap, folks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have taken that before uh, driving my podcast. Um, okay, so he stole the boat, the, the yacht, as it were, and uh, it, was, it was driven into a four-channel marker pilings doing about... Sixty thousand dollars worth of damage before being abandoned to drift into an oyster bed. <laughs> Investigators found Jester's thumbprint on a cabin door. He was held at Pinellas, and I, I doubt if I'm pronouncing that right. Pin Pinellas, yeah, whatever. Uh, county jail on fifty thousand uh, dollars. What a douche! I mean, come on. Uh, let's see. Okay, here you go. News that sounds like a joke. That's right up my alley. After falling asleep following a tin bottle beer drinking binge and uh, failing to heed nature's call for 18 hours, a 40 oh my gosh, a 40-year-old Chinese man identified as Mr. Who, who yes, uh, was diagnosed with a burst bladder. Oh my gosh. Uh, the New York Post reported on June 23rd. The man appeared uh, at Z- uh, Zahuli People's H- Hospital in... Man, these people... I mean, come on. Zahe- I I have no idea. I can't pronounce it. Somewhere in China, complaining of ser- searing abdominal pain and doctors discovered... Three tears... Oh, jeez. Three tears uh, in his bladder, one of which caused intestines... Oh, my God. Which caused intestines to spill into the bladder. Wow. I thought I had problems. Um, Mr. Who underwent emergency surgery and was able to recover. The HUI whatever, official said, while bladder is rare... They see uh, at least one patient every year. Man, dude. That's really holding it. Come on. Okay, let me get a drink here. Uh. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to take a nap very soon. (laughs) Okay, creme de la weird. Uh, Koji Ishii, 39, of Tokyo. I don't know why I'm getting all these uh, Tokyo stories. Maybe because I planned it. (laughs) Um, Koji admits his passion is sometimes more like a curse. He is compelled to document every lost glove he sees on the streets of the city. He photographs and records details about each one whether they're stuck on uh, stuck in drains or washed up on the beach, but never touches or removes them. Good for you, Koji, Koji, whatever your name is. Over fifteen years, he has curated more than five oh my god, five thousand stray gloves, including children's mittens, uh, heavy workmen's gloves, and lazy uh, ladies' accessories. <clears throat> uh, he says. "Quote: I live, I live, oh uh, no, I, I can't do a Chinese accent. I, li- <laughs> I live with the constant fear that there might be a glove right around the corner, is she told AFB. Uh, he even gets uh, off buses, oh, man, he even gets off buses before a stop to see if a glove is on the ground. For him, the attraction is thinking about, oh man. For him, the attraction is thinking about how the glove got there and who once wore it. Lone Glove... Lone glove no, I, I keep doing an Indian accent. Um, lone Gloves are a constant, chain, constantly changing dynamic phenomenon. Ishii told AFB. Yikes. Uh, Ishii, go seek um, some therapy, brother. I think you may have an issue. I mean, hey, we all have our thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that is news of the weird. Man, wasn't it weird? Okay, so, uh, yeah. um, We're going to be right back after this. Well, welcome back, folks, to the Sloppy Pod. Okay, um... So now I think what we're going to do is, I, I think I told you I was going to uh, share with you just some of the stuff that I'd recorded uh, at the coast. Um, you know, and, <laughs> you know, I, I will tell you, this episode seems um, l- kind of long and drawn out. Uh, I apologize for that. I think this t- the title for this episode should be called the sloppiest pod, because <laughs> uh yeah, it's kind of all over the map, and uh yeah, it is what it is uh so yeah i'll I'll uh, let you go at that and uh enjoy the ride, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> all right, so we are now passing cannon Beach, haystack rock uh yeah. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, I think, I swear to God, I think I just saw Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for, uh, <laughs> I know, I know, uh, Taylor Hawkins for the, uh, the drummer for, uh, Foo Fighters. The guy looked just exactly like him. Oh my God. Yeah, and he had a, a like a sloppy hoodie on... Which kind of fits the bill right there. I know it wasn't him, but good lord. I... I, It looked just like him. Okay. Uh... And and, and as a matter of fact... I've had another, uh... I've had another instance where... I've run into a lookalike. I was at a a carnival. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. A carnival. Um... And, uh, I'm walking through the, through the carnival there, and this guy, dude, this guy looked exactly, uh, exactly like, oh, uh, uh, what, what the hell is his name? James Hetfield, okay? He looked just like him. And, uh, so, in that case, uh, I, I stopped him, and I said, dude, I, pardon me, because he was with his two kids, <laughs> and I said, "Pardon me, but um, has anyone <laughs> has anyone told you you look like James Hetfield? You're you're the spitting image of James Hetfield." And he replied with, "Who is James Hetfield?" It's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I said you're not going over uh, or going after a certain look. No, I." I didn't realize I looked like someone I said well that's true I, I think we all look like someone and I told him I said uh, he's the lead singer of Metallica and he's like oh yeah that's probably why I haven't heard of him because it's a you know a band like that so anyway um so we're coming in to Seaside and man they've they've built all kinds of recreational stuff they're climb on, and, uh, whatever, I'm actually, uh, I, you know, I don't know, if I'm probably not gonna stay in, in town, I, I probably need to just get home, but, uh, you know, I, I just love Seaside, love Seaside, um, but I also like, um... What's, uh... <laughs> I, I gotta come to think of it. And the magic of the internet, folks. Oh, you gotta be kidding. So it's 12 o'clock. And uh, we're taking off now from, uh from Garibaldi, uh, I, you know, on a whim, again, just like this trip, on a whim, I, whim, whim, whatever, <laughs> a cool whip, right, anyway, uh, on a whim, I thought I'd board the train, and, uh, you know, it, it's fitting that, and I think Tim had something to do with the whim, <laughs> but no, um, I think it was very fitting that I checked out of the motel at ten fifty nine. I like to get my money's worth, and uh, and I asked the dude. I said, "Hey, when's the the uh, train leaving?" And he goes, 11 o'clock." It's like, oh, look at this. So I chose to, to get on the train. So, and it's um, it's interesting. It's it's not a whole lot of scenery. I mean, there's there's a few shots that I took. Um and a lot of the uh the stores are kind of closed. Uh it's not because it's too early. I mean come on. Um so yeah. <laughs> okay. And here we go. So yeah, so I'm going to head back to Lakewood tonight. or Today I think um I don't know, man. I'm really tempted to, uh, to do something else. Uh, the surgery, I mean, what is it next? Uh, it's Tuesday, so, yeah, a week from today. So, um, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. Um, really don't know exactly what they're going to be doing, but again i think i mentioned the uh, scraping of the bladder oh yeah i mean how painful can that be but i'll be asleep so all right so we're uh, headed back Okay, so, and we are coming back into Rockaway, um, yeah, it wasn't a bad little jaunt, you know, uh, but the thing is, it's, it's set, it's set on the, um, alongside the, the highway, rather than the actual coast, uh, so if they can move this over, oh, well, move it closer to the beach, that'd be great, all right, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it would be a lot more scenic if it was over there okay I want to see this happen before I get back. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're coming to the end of this this little trip and uh, and I don't you know I almost want to check in to a different motel for one more night but I don't know. We'll see. Okay, folks. So, I'm back on the road. (laughs) And, um... Apparently, there's a flagger up ahead saying road work, okay? Be Be prepared to stop. Okay? The next sign said... Expect long delays. Really, really, dude. I ain't got time for long delays. Um, okay, well, you know, it is what it is. My favorite saying. It's actually on my uh, my backpack. Huh. So here we are. Uh, we are stopped now. But they're letting traffic going the other way. Okay, now we're we're uh, good to proceed. So, yeah, wasn't that long? That's what she said. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're gonna be moving very slow. Uh, Ay, yeah yeah, 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 So how are you folks? <laughs> might as well, uh, might as well uh, talk to you, right? uh i hope you're well and uh you know i i uh didn't want to you know i was getting to talk on the train but there were like kids around i i didn't want to talk about violence and death and you know raping and and everything that's going on in this friggin world that's completely 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 uh turned upside down. I mean, uh, look, and I'm not kidding, and many of you already know this. Dude, they're taking the gun out of Elmer Fudd's hands in future cartoons. I don't know if they're going to do it with all the cartoons in the past. I mean, I don't know how you do that. Um, And I have a clip Uh, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to work that in, but, yeah, we'll see. And finally, folks, a quick tribute to Old Glory on this 4th of July. I hope you had a great one. We'll see you on the next episode. Later. Back here at the 420SS Studio. Happy Fourth of July.
2: I would like for you to know that I believe that if our flag could speak, these are the words that it would say. Ladies and gentlemen, I now present Old Glory. I am the flag of the United States of America. My name is Old Glory. I fly atop the world's tallest buildings and I stand watch in America's halls of justice. I fly majestically across the great institutions of learning and I stand guard with the greatest military power in the world. Look up and see me. I stand for peace, truth, honor, and justice. I stand for freedom. I am confident, I am brave, I am proud, and I am ready. When I am flown with my fellow banners, my head is held a little higher, my arms a little truer. Except for my God, I bow to no one. I am recognized all over the world. I am sovereign. I am saluted. I am respected. I am honored. I am loved. And yet, I am feared. I have fought in every battle of every war for more than 200 years. Some of these battles include Gettysburg, Shiloh, Appomattox, San Juan Hill, the trenches of France, the Aragon Forest, Anzio, Rome, the beaches of Normandy, Guam, Okinawa, Korea, Kisan, Saigon, Vietnam, Afghanistan, Iraq, Kuwait, Syria, and scores of other places long forgotten by all. Except those that were there with me, I know because I was there. I led my special operations forces in the quiet of the night, and at the tip of the spear, I saw them fight fearlessly throughout the globe every day of the year. I watched over them even during the casualties of Desert One, and they still loved me. I was on a small hill, Iwo Jima. I was dirty, battle-worn, tired, but my soldiers and my sailors My Airmen, my Coast Guardsmen, my Marines, they all cheered me, and I was so very proud. I was at Ground Zero in New York City on September the 11th as cowardly fanatics attacked America. I was raised from the ashes of once proud buildings by brave firefighters. These were heroes who risked their lives to save others. Showing all that America, although bloody, will never be beaten because those who would destroy me cannot win, for I am the symbol of freedom of one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I have been soiled, I've been burned, I've been torn, and I have been trampled on in the streets of my own country. And when it is done by those whom I have served with in battle, it hurts. But hear me today when I say, I will overcome because I am strong. I have slipped the surly bounds of Earth. And from my vantage point on the moon, I stand watch over the uncharted new frontiers of space. And I have been that silent witness to all of America's finest hours. But my finest hour comes when my stripes are torn into strips to be used as bandages to cover the wounds of my fellow comrades on the field of battle. And also when I fly at half-mast to honor my soldiers and my sailors, my airmen, my Coast Guardsmen, and my Marines. But most importantly, when I'm placed into the trembling arms of a grieving mother at the gravesite of her fallen son or her fallen daughter, I am so very proud. My name is Old Glory. Long may I wait, dear God, long may I wait.